hello, hello, hello. Welcome to uh, Season 2, Episode 2 of the 870 and Beyond Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Kenneth Wayne Winston Jr. Uh, been a while. Been busy with life and what and whatnot. Uh, been a lot of stuff that's going on lately, and I know there's always a lot going on. Uh, I always want to do a podcast like after something goes on or before go something goes on, but come home and uh, I just try to wind down, wind it down leads to other stuff, but. That's life. I'm gonna try to do better. Um seen Kanye released the album uh sometime this past weekend, over the weekend. Uh been hearing mixed reviews, heard a couple of tracks. I ain't really dived into it myself. I've just seen a lot of people um I guess questioning uh his motives or if he's being calculating or is he trying to lead people or mislead people to vote for Trump and I'm one of the people that will never knock anybody for their walk in their beliefs or how they got there or you know what they doing it for, you know, none of that nonsense, you know, if this is the walk he on, I can respect it, I hope it's pure, I hope it's well-intentioned, I hope that during this walk that his eyes are open, you know, not to just everything he may think he's not doing wrong, but just, like, everything around him, because... My belief has always been ever since he lost his mom, you know, a year, you know, a couple of years, well, not a couple of years, but a while back, like that shook his whole core. Like he's always been a Kanye. He's always been cocky, brash, you know, arrogant, but his mom passing like that during a surgery, like that just, I don't think he ever got the help he needed. And I think it ended up spiraling into other situations that fame or being the genius can bring. Um, I just see a guy that's trying to number one, find himself and try to understand the world and his surroundings at the same time, but he's taking steps that's not making sense because, you know, I see in an interview that he did with Big Boy, I think it was sometime last week or a couple of weeks ago, I want to say it was last week, where he was like, you know, I made, you know, I'm the one that, you know, started these trends or, or, help start trends and I'm the one that said stop doing this. I'm the one that said Bush hates black people, but then I put on the Trump hat and I'm a coon. And 
I don't, I didn't get his correlation to those two because, I mean, you made records that talked about, well, not a whole lot of records. I think the only record I can remember off top is Sierra Leone. And it was another record I can't remember. But, um, like, you talked about how you saw your own people, you know, being treated, whether here or, you know, on your travels and stuff. And with you saying your mom was a Black Panther member, like, you you pretty much knew the stance. Y'all may have had a different philosophy or how about going about things, but, I mean, you pretty much, you know, seen the the struggles of the African-American community or people of color community. Um, I know he couldn't answer that question when Big Boy was asking him about, you know, he wouldn't stay on, like, describing the album. It would always spin into, you know, which is all true. You know, you, you don't supposed to fear no man. You only fear God. That's true, but, like, that was, like, his go-to. And some things he was saying in there was kind of not true. Like, I'm political parties are political parties. They, they going to be what they are. They always change and transform. Ideology, uh, uh, thought processes change. Preferences change. Principles change throughout history so it's never gonna be a party that actually supports people of color like they need to be supported so uh i noticed he was just like all over the place um he was saying he was you know saved and whatnot um and I'm, you know, proud of that. If that's if that's where he is, but like I just hope that this walk like opens his eyes up to more than just uh, making records or who he decides to like or support. Because at the end of the day, you got free will. So you just gotta understand that. The choices you make and the people you want to support or don't support, folks are always going to have an opinion and they're always going to try to tell you what you are and what you're not. I mean, that's how it is in this day and age. Uh, Like I said, I haven't listened to the album all the way. I plan to do that probably tomorrow. I'm going to give it a listen. Um, I don't look to Kanye for spiritual advice or <laughs> leadership in that capacity, but hey, you never know what 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 somebody walk will lead them to. I mean, because I look at it like everybody forgets that you know we see what he does like through social media blogs, uh. Uh, social media you know stuff of that nature so 
we always got to be mindful, like, not to knock nobody walk. Um, and let that man live however he want to live his life. We're not going to be able to answer for it if something happened. And when we get to that day, he'll have to answer for his own transgressions and everything down here. So let him do his thing. You know, if you support him, support him. If not, you know, just admire the old Kanye you used to know. Or, you know, whatever. But, like, just just see where his walk leads him without tying it to, man, he trying to lead people to Trump or whatever conspiracy theory that people want to put out there. Um, another interview I caught, I think she's dope. I mean, she's been dope since she was on Nickelodeon. And with uh. Man, the CEO's interview on Breakfast Club. And she said something that I've said to people before. Not a lot of people, but when I have conversation with certain people, maybe at work or even with my wife, like the worst thing ever, well, not the worst thing ever created, but probably the most harmful thing, or not the most harmful, uh, social media. Because I feel like if social media was back then with some of our heroes and legends and icons that, you know, fought the struggle, you know, went against the movement, like from Harriet all the way up to Malcolm and Martin, all the way up, you know, to now, like, I don't think they would have. I don't know if they could have navigated they the way they did without social media, because social media gives everybody a voice. So you you have your personal voice, but if you don't agree with somebody, or agree with their views or how they're doing things, you can always go on their page, search them up, type whatever you want. They may not be enough for you. You can go create your blog. They might be, might not be enough for you. You can do a podcast and so on and so forth. So once you do that, you may find people that agree with what you disagree with about what a person. So it gets you money a person's message without actually understanding who they are and what they stand for and what they are talking about. It's more like you don't, you either haven't got to that level of thinking or you're thinking that their level of thinking is uh, unreasonable and thoughtless and that the way they're trying to do things will never work. Like critical thinking is, is vital to like progressing in life, getting things done, sitting down, looking at matters, not looking at a small picture, but looking at the whole, the 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 bigger picture, like you can't get everything you need by looking at a spec. You have to see the whole picture to understand what the artist or what everybody is trying, what anybody is trying to lay out from 
start to finish from the blank canvas to the finished product you understand that process and try to understand the art that they trying to i guess put out and not saying you may not agree with it but once you understand and sit back and view for what it is you may be able to you know understand it better and have a better grasp on it um I mean, she's a pretty dope artist to me. I see people write stuff, and I hear stuff about her. Um, I think she's a funny, funny woman. Um, uh, Well-educated woman. She know who she is. She know what she's talking about. And I ain't saying everybody's actually correcting what anything they talk about, but majority of her stuff, she says... I mean, she she has the facts to back it up. She's living her life. She's doing her thing. She got a book coming out. Uh, I think she still got a, ooh, excuse me, a podcast, uh, which is nice. Uh, I think it's called Small Doses. I think that's the book title, too. Um, I'm going to check that out. Um, what else we got? Oh, I saw the the whole Amber Geiger fiasco um, from uh, Brother John, Brother Gene, hugging the woman that killed his brother, you know, forgiving her, saying he wouldn't, he wouldn't want her to go to jail because that's what his brother would want. Can't knock nobody level of forgiveness. I mean, forgiveness as I know, is for you, not for them, because there's no part, no point of holding on to things that can't be changed after whatever's happened. Like, yeah, it's hard to accept. Yeah, it's the Christian way, or however you want to term it. And yeah, I understand folks' point of view. I wouldn't hug her. That's just me. I wouldn't have did that. I would just be like, hey, I forgive you, but, you know, you got to do your time. Like, and nothing I can do can bring him back. So I can forgive you because I've had a whole year from when it happened to, you know, burial. He may have did some counseling. Now you do the trial, which brings up memories to the sentencing phase. I mean, everybody reaches their point of forgiveness and uh, or letting stuff go at different periods. So it's no, it's no timeline on when you should or should not let stuff go or forgive. But I'm not gonna hug nobody. For something for a crime like that, that's just God ain't worked on me that hard yet to to just hug somebody that took somebody from me and from you know our family and stuff and from the world. Uh, the ten years were kind of light to me. I think it would have been more if she would have. I think it was based off more of his testimony and stuff. 
Um, then I think a week later, a woman was shot in her home by a cop that was going around the house because her neighbor called and said the door was open. The guy just shot through the window and shot her. Like, that's... <laughs> it's just kind of sad. Like, the guy thought he could quit. Thought he was going to be able to, you know, get away, but chief fired him. Was supposed to fire him, but then he still got arrested. Don't know how he posted bond like that. Uh, just seems like whatever you were taught as a kid or or if you're teaching your kids on how to interact with some police officers, not all, it seems like it's like it's no real white way, real right way, because I don't know what the the issue is now. Well, I know what the issue is. I think some are frightened by just the color. Like it's already a heightened sense of it's a person of color. I'm by myself. Or you may not, or they may not be by themselves, and it's just unholster, gun out, gun off safety, shoot first, ask questions later. And that's not all cops. I, that's why I said some. So I haven't even had that conversation with my kids yet because hell, I'm still trying to figure it out, and I'm 37 years old and. Luckily, I haven't had really any incidents by saying I'm looking for them, but I just, <laughs> if you saw me in person, you'd be like, man, that's a big dude. Like, they would probably use physical force, and I don't have nothing. I don't have uh, any anything in my truck except cigars, so I just... I just try to do my thing, you know. Uh, NBA season started back up. It's always good to go with something else besides if you're still watching the NFL or Major League Baseball uh, for uh, October. Uh, between the Nationals and the Astros, I want to say the Astros are up. Three to two. I think they are three to two. Uh, NBA started off opening night with a good game between the Lakers and the Clippers. But that Pelicans and that Toronto Raptors game was nice. Like, Pelicans going to be a problem. Like, they like to run. Athletic. Once they get Zion back. You know, they're gonna they're gonna be nice. Um, Lakers will be nice too once they gel together. You know, once they get a real set five and get that rotation set, they're gonna be they're gonna be they're gonna be tough. They're gonna be tough. Um, let's see. Uh, 
seen a lot of teams around the NFL <laughs> that could really use cap, but they're not going to sign them. So it's, it's, it's hilarious watching them, like, take the losses. Like, let's see, Pittsburgh, Miami, uh, the Jets, uh, Cleveland, even though they got, uh, oh, what's that guy name? I was about to say Johnny Menzel. I can't think of his name now. Baker. Baker Mayfield. Um, like, it's a lot of teams that you see around that can, that can use them, but they won't. And it's just weird. I see folks com- still commenting on him, trying to make it seem like, like it's just funny what people to put out to and what narrative people will put out there and try to build on that in order to get away from the real issue of what he brought up that's still going on. Like, it's easy to say, well, man, he all that information he put out is misleading. It was never about, you know, injustice. It was about, you know, the money. But you won't talk about the injustice. You won't even acknowledge his platform and I would love for him to do an interview. Like, I think it's people out there that he respects. I would love to see him do one with Arian Foster on his podcast or uh, Ava DuVernay. I hope I'm saying her name right. I always mess it up. Um, Roland Martin. Or even if he can't do it, even if he got to do it on a. You know, somebody that's going to really ask him, you know, the hard questions. Like, I'm pretty sure that's somebody out there that he respect. And I, I would love to have, you know, see him do a sit-down interview and just, you know, talk. Like, I like to hear his voice, hear his thoughts, hear more about his program, hear more about his uh, seminar training he's been doing with the Know Your Rights I want to say that's what it's called. A uh, little seminar he be doing in different cities and stuff. and You know, what he been up to lately besides, you know, staying in shape <clears throat> for the NFL, for opportunity and stuff like that. That's my only, uh, I guess, big dream would be to him do a sit-down with one of those, one of those three people I named. I would like to see him do with Aaron Foster. The Aaron Foster. His podcast is nice. He does uh, real good work. And he held his own when he had an interview with uh, <clears throat> old Tommy Lauren. That was a couple months back. Um, Been seeing a lot of stuff about recently about the Little Rock School, Rock, Little Rock School District, and that issue going on there. And I'm trying to keep an eye on that because, I mean, it's it's a lot to be going to be going on, and school started 
uh, two two months ago, and it seems like just a whole lot of misinformation is being put out, or 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 not any clear right information is put out on what on what's going to happen with the school district, uh, and the state control is under. Also, the board. Um, see, they're trying to hire some teachers, some subs, and I mean, I'm hearing more about that than hearing about like solutions and stuff, like real solutions, because teachers are underpaid, they overwork, they go above and beyond, and they should be well compensated. You know, I don't know if that's the issue. I think more the issue is probably the the state board, the state control, and and probably the school board. They want to, I think, do an election and not have just assigned people, which I can understand that. I mean, you want to know the people that's on this board are actually going to do the things that that need to be done to help these kids progress, learn, and be taught new ways of learning in order to pass these tests that are sometimes just some kids aren't test takers so but I just hope this whole situation gets settled because I ain't I I I come from a district when I was in school that we didn't have these that didn't have these kind of issues so but I just hope that whole situation get resolved and get back to you know teaching these kids and and uh you know I guess giving the people what they would like mm-hmm. to see or need um I'd like to brag on my kid for a minute. He made a honor roll at school, got citizenship award, and principal's list. So, like to give my kid Keaton Walls a shout out. You know, keep doing your thing. Uh, keep aiming high. You know, shoot for the moon. If you come on short, come up short. Grab onto a star. Uh, you know, just keep progressing and going for what you want to be. I think last time we talked, he still wanted to be a pediatrician, but it changes. But whatever he want to be, as long as he's happy, you know, I support him. I always support him. Um, oh, movie. Caught the Dolomite movie. Oh, Dolomite. My, my name is Dolomite on Netflix. And my opinion, it was hilarious. A lot of motherfuckers. Because I guess in the 70s, everybody was a motherfucker. So, uh, Eddie Murphy, the cast was hilarious. Um, man, you had Eddie, you had Snoop, you had T.I., you had Chris Rock, Mike Epps. Uh, 
I can't think of that guy, but he used to play on a show called Mr. Robinson. You had the guy that shoots them downy commercials. Uh, the woman who played Queen B was, man, killing it. Um, like, that man's hustle to be somebody in L.A., which I didn't know he was from Fort Smith, Arkansas. And the director that he teamed up with, I want to say it was Key. The character he played was from Varner. So, I always hear people say, like, man, Arkansas ain't on the map. Arkansas ain't made it. Arkansas ain't known. And they kind of have because, I mean, some people just had to leave the state to make it. But they still carry Arkansas with them. They may not rep Arkansas a lot like we won't. But, I mean, we've had a couple come out the state from from entertainment to music to business to poetry and art. I mean, sports. I mean, I understand folks want to come directly from Arkansas, but even people that, you know, stay in other states got to leave sometime to go somewhere else to maybe a bigger market or maybe just to change the scenery just to, you know, focus more on their dream or, or what they trying to do. So, but, man, that was a great movie. Raising Dion is another great Netflix series. Uh, I want to say it's directed by Michael B. Jordan. And I got my, man, my nine-year-old watches it at school. I watched a couple episodes myself at home, and I'm like, man, this is, like, this is dope. Um, I only got through, I think, two episodes so far, but I'm going to try to finish up maybe this weekend. Um, yeah. That's about it. Um, my wife's birthday coming up, so i got to find something to do, hopefully. Uh, may take her out of something. I don't, I don't know. She, she really not picky about what she want or what she would like for her birthday. Um, but that's come up. Um, but other than that, that's all I got. Um, I'll see y'all on the other side. Peace. 870 Beyond out.